0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode six of Health Talk Radio. I am here with my co-host, Paul Burgess. Paul, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm good, mate. How are you? (laughs) I'm awesome. Sorry, I'm running a little bit late. As always, you know, uh, for the people that are listening, we've we've covered some ground. And today we're going to go a bit controversial. So I sent a message to Paul a few days ago. I said, Paul, I need something really controversial. And he said, how about your training is shortening your life? I'm like, what? What do you mean? We're doing, we're training to lengthen our life. We're we're strengthening, uh, we're we're training for for all of the benefits, right? Cardiovascular health, um, you know, uh, muscle, like all of it. And you're saying that it's actually shortening your life. And so we're gonna dig into training. Uh, we're gonna talk about training, the right kind of training to do. And um, I'm excited to to hear your story on this because I I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree. You're gonna have to convince me, Paul.
1: Yeah, and, and I'm sure many people won't agree. And um, that's why it's controversial, right? Because if everyone agreed, then we'd have finished the show and we'd be good. But the, <laughs> I think this is just my opinion. right? And yeah. um, my opinion has come from decades of experience in health and fitness and health in general and functional medicine and, and all sorts of things. And some of the stuff we talk about here doesn't even scratch the surface as to what i do really and the depths in which i go so this is all very top line right and this is something that i've come to realize probably in the last year because i i started going to the gym and lifting weights at 15 years old Mm -hmm. that was 40 years ago
0: Mm -hmm. so you're 50 you're 55 you're 55 now yeah. If you guys listen, for those of you that are listening, go to our YouTube channel and look at this guy because you do not. I I mean, like, dude, you do not look fifty-five. I, I mean, like, come on, man. Which is great,
1: right? And happy days. But the but yeah, so forty years of clanging and banging, right? Effectively is what right. they say.
0: CrossFit. I, when you were here, we did a CrossFit workout. So are you are you not doing CrossFit anymore? No, I haven't done
1: CrossFit oh. for a good couple of years. I haven't wow. touched any weights. I haven't touched any weights for about a year. Really? Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about it because there's a reason. Well, yeah,
0: we, we we will. But here's what I love about you. What I love about you is that, number one, you don't look 55. So you must know something because you're following. You practice what you preach. No question about it. And I was, you know, you're like training is shortening your life. I, I'm i like, well, this guy does CrossFit. What do you mean training is shortening your life? Why the hell are you doing CrossFit but telling me this? But you stopped.
1: Yeah, interesting. stopped. Yeah. Because when you realize things are you know, detrimental or they're, they're more destructive than constructive, you, you stop, right? You know that if if you're smoking and then you realize actually smoking kills you, yeah, hopefully then you stop or whatever it is you're doing, right? And so, and also as we get older, and I'll put my hand up to one of the people that are getting older, um, your priorities change and you realize actually there is an end point and it is coming. And so you want to extend it as far as possible, sure, and, all of, sure. and all of a sudden, some of the motivators behind why you were doing certain things change. I'm not overly fussed about how I look in the mirror, or you know, the, the abs and all the rest of it. If that is detrimental to me living a longer life,
0: sure. Uh, let me just say this too: as I'm as, yeah, as I'm looking at you too, right? Like I can't help and there's no bags under your eyes. Your skin's very, very clear. Your complexion is good, right? So, and there's something to be said about that because we're looking at, I'm not going to mention any names, but there's some high flyers who say, you know, sleep when you die um, and and who are just looking rough out there who are obviously not taking care of themselves.
1: Yeah, well- listen, You can see it you know, in their face.
0: You can see in their face.
1: Of course, most, most um, highly successful entrepreneurs that we see on social media don't look that great because you can't be healthy working 18 hours a day it's just not a doable thing mm-hmm. that's why there are so few of them unfortunately they're held up as the goal so people try and copy and do that um, but it all comes down with a bang because you don't make the money because you're very ineffective if you're working 18 hours a day unless you sure. are unless you're Elon Musk or someone like that, who's very, very highly intellectual and has a very savant kind of mindset on things, which is unusual yeah. to others, like right? yeah. the majority of people are not gonna go and, you know, send people to Mars and reinvent the electric car.
0: So, and, and actually- a, I love, yeah, I'm a big fan he, of Elon, Elon Musk.
1: He, he, he's an amazing engineer, right? And, and his vision um, is, is insane. For, to to the normal person but there's a lot of people out there um that promote this thing about work 18 hours 20 hours a day you know you don't need so much sleep you can get away with less sleep all the rest of it <clears throat> and the truth of the matter is you can't get away with less sleep
0: so so really quickly and i, and I want to get to topic because i know we're off on a little tangent here but really quickly like is there an age so like Right. Like when I was 20, I needed less sleep than I, than I need now. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm 40. I turned 40 in November. And so is there a, is there a cutoff point where you're like, Hey, like sleep becomes more important at a specific age, like 20, 25, 30, 32 in your experience?
1: Yeah, well, we need it when we're young. Okay. When we're very young, babies sleep an awful lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 15, 20 yep. hours a day. Yeah, right? And then as we get older, we drop that daytime nap thing. Right, And we, as kids, run around and we've got loads of energy and everything's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then when you get to teenage, older teenage years, you'll you'll notice, and you'll see this with your kids as they grow up, the getting up early in the morning stops and all of a sudden you can't get them out of it.
0: Yeah, true. I, I, I've got a nine-year-old right now. She's going on 10 and it's starting to happen. <laughs>
1: So Karina's ahead of her time. She always has been though, right? She's been always been really clever and, and kind of ahead of her yeah. ahead of her time, right? So, yeah. but but the fact is, there is a biological change that m- makes us sleep longer at certain parts of our development. And then we get into the normal world of work and, you know, or university or whatever else it is. And then our lifestyle becomes a big factor. So we stay up late because we want to party and do whatever it is we want to do. You know, we lie in because we want to, we, we were out so late last night, whatever else it is. Sure. And sure. then our, our lifestyle choices start to hinder our long-term health. So we eat worse, we drink alcohol, we take drugs, we don't sleep, we, we're stressed out. We've got all this other stuff that, that is all part of growing up, right? And that then accumulates more and more problems within our metabolism and inflammation and all the other things that make us all of a sudden go, I'm just tired all the time. Well, I used to be great when I was in my 20s. And now I just, oh, man, I just feel so tired or I can never get out of bed anymore or I can never sleep anymore. How does this work? I'm tired all the time, but I can't sleep. You've really got it broken. It's a real common thing. Okay, I'm always tired. I can never get a good
0: night's sleep. Mm-hmm. I think we got to do a podcast on sleep next week. <laughs> yeah.
1: We can, but but the, the the fact of the matter is as we grow older, you know, some of the some of the choices we make because we're so it's not going to happen to me. I'm unbreakable as a teenager <laughs> or as a young 20-year-old. T- uh, like those things do pay a price later on. And then as that accumulates over time, we accumulate this toxicity and this almost um blocking up of the mitochondrial pathways which is where the energy is produced and we just become more and more tired and you know we, we all of a sudden need to take our foot off the gas a bit Or oh, i can't i'll go out for a drink and now it takes me three days to get over it whereas before i could get up and go to work the next day
0: right? true story that is truth i remember when i was 20 i would drink 20 i would drink thursday night friday night saturday night sunday fun day I'd be ready to rock. Now, if I have three drinks, I'm a mess the next morning, unless I take emergency detox, subtle plug. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we should talk about your products one day uh, that you saw, because they, they've all got value, right? And they've got to be used in the right way. But people yep. people will use them as a band-aid and not as something that they can use as a preventative. Sure. And, and there's, a sure. big, there's a big difference to that. But anyway, so... You know when we were 20s, we could do this, and then now it takes me three days and all this kind of all this kind of stuff. Um and so sleep is paramount throughout our life. It's just that we choose to to not prioritize it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then we get to a point where we realise actually my bloods are telling me I've got massive oxidative stress, my cholesterol's high, my liver's not functioning well, my blood glucose is all out of whack and I've got all other problems and I'm stressed out of my mind and my body is stressed and I've got bags under my eyes and I look old before my time, et cetera, et cetera. And then the first thing I say to you is how's your sleep? Oh, it's awful. Okay. That's the first thing we need to do is get that right. And so get your sleep right. And all of a sudden you're having a focused, block of time every day for your body to recover and repair mm-hmm. right it has to be there if it's not there what when when do you think that's going to happen also have a think of this when you go to bed and if you're saying you're going to do eight hours of sleep that's the same as a working day that's the same as getting to your desk at nine o'clock and then all the time you spend there All morning, lunchtime, all afternoon, going to five o'clock. That's the same as how long you're trying to sleep. But we don't see it as that. We don't see it as, "Oh my god, I'm going to spend." If I said you won't fly to Europe because the flight's too long, right? True story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you know me well. (laughs) And (laughs) and the flight is like ten hours. So so you could have a ten hour sleep easy, right? I'm not saying you should sleep on the plane, but what I'm saying is it's no different to the amount of time you spend sleeping. That's why it's so important to prioritize that. You need to get that much sleep a day. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: so if you're not doing it, you're not going to repair and do all these things. I can't remember even why we got into sleep, but the fact of the matter is you need it for longevity. Well,
0: but doesn't, but, but doesn't sleep become even more important if you're training hard in that repairing process, that rebuilding process, but you're saying, so at what, at what point though? right? Because the doctor tells us that some exercise is good. You're saying that training can shorten our life. And so how does this all tie in?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: So I think
1: in general, we should change the word exercise for activity. Mm -hmm. Because as humans, we are built to be active. And that means we need to have mobility We need to be um, strong and we need to have cardiovascular fitness. Yep. Just in general, right? We need just just to be healthy and fit. We need those things. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, So what happened in the 80s? Like, okay, I was around in the 70s. I was around in the 60s. In the 70s, there was no exercise stuff going on, right? Unless you were at school and you did your your school lesson, the, the games or PE lessons, right? Uh-huh. There was none of this walking down the street or jogging and, and, and all this kind of jazz. That didn't happen. Never mind having um, training shoes, like sneakers, and, and wearing them outdoors in the street. Are you crazy? Right? That wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wasn't a thing. So after the 70s, we got into the 80s, the new era. I remember it. I remember January the 1st, 1980. And I remember the commercials on TV promoting this new age, this new dawn of technology. And we're all going to be so amazing. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and um, there was this uh, American woman called Jane Fonda.
0: Who- oh, I remember Jane Fonda. Yeah, yeah. So I was born in 81. I was, I was, I'm an 81 baby. I remember Jane Fonda. And so she was
1: the beginning of that wave of yep. just being aware that exercise is good for you. Right. Okay. So the okay. awareness yep. of the health movement started. <clears throat> and she'd sit there and she'd and 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 back then it was a uh, a, a video, right? A VHS
0: tape. Yeah, I remember like she, I think she did the Thigh Master. She was doing the the commercials for the Thigh Master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She did all, yeah, yeah. all of this yep. stuff, right? Yep.
1: But it was, just, it was this big new thing about health awareness and you've got to do these things and you've got to be proactive. And all of a sudden you've got people wearing tracksuits as a fashion thing, right? Whereas before it was a shirt and tie. On, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's really, right? yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden you've got the tracksuits being worn outside and things became much more leisure focused, right? Uh-huh. And um, so Jane Fonda and then you had some other guys doing their little bit of thing. And, and then the other extreme was... Schwarzenegger and that crowd who were doing the massive bodybuilding yeah and so yep. as time went on people were looking to progress this health industry because clearly there was a lot of money in
0: it uh-huh.
1: and so we began to start looking at other forms of exercise and health clubs and gyms started opening and like yeah well if you think that's good come and do this right
0: oh yeah there's a new one every day
1: here is the fundamental flaw. Majority of people nowadays who are going to the gym are training in a method that is supposed to be used in the build-up to an event. Now, we've just had the Winter Olympics, right? Just finished. Mm-hmm. These Olympians and and I know I trained Olympians before and were champions. I know, yeah, you worked that with kind them, of right? right? Yeah. We've done yeah. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: these training blocks are specifically designed to be um, leading up to an event. Sorry,
0: after the <laughs> so you're saying like, what but but here's the thing, right? Not all training is leading up to an event.
1: No, 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 no. They're designed for it, right? If you're doing if you're in the gym and you're doing push pull legs right so push yep. day pull day legs day right yep, and you're yep. and you're trying to build big heavy muscle mass yep those things are a are a block of training to build strength so that you go on to another block of training where you okay. will build in building something else for your event and then another block and then the event happens and then you dial back right and then you stop and you change something else
0: but that's not what the average person does. The average person does it so what you're saying is is they go and they train like this. They don't really know that they're training like this. They just think their their goal is to put on muscle and so they train in that fashion, doing more harm than good. Absolutely. There's no event coming. Right? And all but isn't there isn't there benefits isn't there benefits to having more lean tissue on your body? Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah, because I'm because I'm trying to I'm trying to get on this page with you. I'm trying to get on this page with you, and I know the listeners are going to try to get on this page with you because of the, of the level of trust they have for you and I, right? So in my mind, right, I'm strength training, I'm running some sprints, I'm building my cardiovascular health, I'm building my muscles. This is good for longevity, and you're saying that it's actually detrimental.
1: You see, your training program you're doing currently. Yeah, whatever it is, I don't know what it is, but let's say whatever it is you're doing currently, do you think you'll be able to con- you be able to do that when you're 95 years old?
0: Um, I'm hoping some form of it. Obviously not with the that same wasn't the question. Like, yeah. Wasn't the question? Damn you!
1: <laughs> Can you do what you're doing now at 95?
0: <laughs> well, the way that I feel, I'm going to be at 95. I want to say yes. I want to manifest. I want to manifest this, huh? I know
1: what you want to say, but you're avoiding the, the the true answer because you know it's going to put you in a bad situation.
0: Yes, you're true. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So at 95, it's more than likely unless there's somebody, I'm sorry, I'm trying, I'm trying to.
1: Man up Morelli. That's what we're going to call the, we're going to call the podcast Man Up Morelli because always okay. tries to avoid the question.
0: Yeah. So no, at 95, at, at 95, no, no, you're right. Yeah. So,
1: So fundamentally, what does that tell us? It tells us that you can't do it at 95 because what you're doing is creating damage that your body needs to adapt to and build from, right? It has to repair itself. But if you're causing the amount of damage that you cannot do at an older age, it means it's too much for your body to cope with because if it wasn't, you would be able to do it at 95. So let me give you some examples, right? You wanna do four sets of 10 back squat with, I don't know, 400 pounds, right? So you are going right, let's go big. And all you're doing is putting huge amounts of stress through every part of your body. And it will, without shadow of a doubt, build strength. It will build muscle mass. But also put a lot of strain throughout all of your joints, your hips, your back, your knees, and all the other um, areas that you're going to, you know, with a bar that heavy on your back, you're going to cause some detriment. But you will build this muscle or strength. The question is, how much muscle and strength do you need to live as long as possible? And, and... When we think about can you be doing this when you're 95, we go, well, I won't be able to, because by then my body would have broken down so much and not been able to repair uh-huh. that it actually have pushed me back. Okay. So yeah. and, and this is just my opinion, and I'm sure for, I'm sure. So, for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I, so as, as you're you saying, this. let me give okay. you the okay. opposite. Yeah.
1: So I'm a great fan of weight training, did it for years. Right? Yeah. I haven't touched a yeah. weight in about a year. I haven't picked up a weight in about a year.
0: Like, what? like not even not even bicep curls. Like nothing. No, no. really. Right? But think- shock that? Is that is shocking to me? Because I know because because here's the thing is is I know how much you loved your CrossFit. Like when you were here a few years ago, we did CrossFit together. You were doing CrossFit actively. You were, I mean, all you you were excited about it. That was part of your part of your day.
1: Yeah, well, in actual fact. But, um, and we can talk about that particular thing in in in, in detail. But um, for the open that year, I think I came top forty in the country for my age group. And right. and and no, that's a lie. Actually, I came I think top sixty. I was in the top thirty before the last workout, and I and I messed it up. But anyway, the fact of the matter is, um, I was pretty good level at that stuff. The Majority of CrossFitters are broken, right? Because. Uh, yeah power comes through your shoulders and your hips it has to go through those areas there's nowhere else if you're right. trying to if you're trying to produce power anywhere it has to come through those two areas hips and shoulders and therefore yes. if they're taking a lot of repetitive strain all the time something is going to break right and and when you're pushing yourself to that level of fitness it's not normal and it's certainly not needed Well, right? you're becoming very elite fitness level but it's at the detriment of some real like day-to-day movement, like my shoulders hurt, my knees hurt, my back hurts, all yep. the rest of it. Yep. But so no, I've done no weight training for that, that period of time, because I came to the conclusion that, you know what, this stuff isn't going to help. It's not going to serve me long-term. What can I do when I'm 90, 95, hundred? What, what, what things can I still be doing? And so now, and I still, you know, I train four or five days a week for an you know, hour, hour and a half, whatever it is. But it's all um, gymnastic rings and body weight training. So yeah, I'm still doing pull ups on the rings. I'm still doing dips on rings. I'm still doing rows. I can still do a lot of um, uh, core work on rings. You know, hanging upside down and rotating forward and back and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, which I can do at any age because what what,
0: what about cardiovascular stuff? Cardiovascular work, sprints, rowing, any of that.
1: i don't do any of that and alongside that i do uh, well i've got a trainer that i see three days a week who's a really good friend of mine known for years and we do mma but we do um striking more than anything else so i'm not rolling so much i'm not doing huge amounts of injurious things there's a lot of there's a lot of shadow boxing there's a lot of work in
0: the heart in the lungs
1: um i mean Let me tell you, right? If you wanna if you want to work out that is non-impactive, okay, so there's no impact in any of your joints. If you want to be strong in your core, good in your balance, work your back, your legs, your shoulders, and everything else, do 20 minutes of shadow boxing a the day. Mm-hmm. There's no impact.
0: I used to do, I, I, yeah, I used to, I used to train a little bit. So I, I know, I know what you mean. I have a, I have a question before you go any further though. I have a question It's really important. Go ahead. Keep go that ahead. in your mind. Yeah, Keep yeah. it in your go mind. Ahead. Right?
1: Yeah. And yep. here's what I want to really make a, a, a point about is, I mean, there's lots of activities. You don't have to just shut boxing, right? too much, but majority of, well, not a majority, but there's, there's a high amount of people that we know as they get older suffer from falls, right? They fall, break a hip. And then it's uh, they're never the same, okay. So and we see it a lot. Like right? as they get older, seventies, eighties, they trip, break a hip, and then they there's a like a declination after that that they're never mm-hmm. well again, and it just it just worse and worse. And a lot of yep. people, that's the beginning of the end for them. Mm-hmm. And and the reason they trip and fall is because they don't have balance, they don't have core strength, they don't have movement that they can be quick with, because they've never really done it. And if you're doing that kind of uh, exercise, activity, right, on a regular basis, then you're always going to have that core strength, that ability to stop yourself. You're going to be flexible and mobile in a way that hasn't caused you detriment in the past, okay? One of the, well, another really easy way to do it, when you put your socks on every day, stand up and put them on. You stand up, you should go on one leg, you put one sock on, Right, and then if you really want to do it, you pull your knee into your chest, so you're you're standing with your knee pulled into your chest, and then you put that down under control, You
0: don't know, just drop it,
1: and then you do mm-hmm. it on the other side.
0: Is that how you put your? I just is that how you, is that how you put your socks on every day? Oh, all right, I'm gonna start doing that. I must be pumped, yeah.
1: Because so it's easy to do, great, but let's make sure it's
0: always easy to do. So good, so good. That is such a good little tip there.
1: And what are the things that are going to prevent you from being able to do that? Hip mobility, right? You can't get your foot up. Overweight, right? Because you you've got your bellies in the way and you can't get there. Um, balance, core strength, glute activation. Because when you're standing on one leg, you have to, there's all these stupid little things that all come into play just to stand on one leg and be able to put your sock on
0: and then. That's good, the- awareness. Yeah, so good awareness. So, that. so yeah. awareness
1: So just good habits that don't cause yeah. you problems are obviously very important.
0: So I got, I got two things to share. Can you, yeah. So the the first question is, is um, what information did you get or what changed? You know, you're talking about someone who's trained their entire life. Now all of a sudden at 52 or 53, you stop with the weights. What changed and why did it take you so long to figure it out?
1: Yeah. Brilliant. Because well, I, it, it took me so long to figure it out because I was so driven by the egotistical side of how you look. Okay. Wow. And, and you want to look good.
0: Yeah, anyway. we all do. Hey, because when I, you look good, you feel good. By default, you feel good if you look good.
1: Yeah. Unless you've got a shoulder injury or your back hurts or your knees bust. Yeah. Right. But But... Sh- but uh, uh, heavy weight training or weight training and bodybuilding routines will give you a look that is uh, in in the modern world, impressive or attractive. Okay. So you have big shoulders, wide back, thin waist, big arms, good legs, all that stuff. That's not a natural way for most people to be. And the reason the body becomes like that is because you've, very purposefully made it that way over a long Mm -hmm. period of time like you can't Mm -hmm. go in for a couple of months and all of a sudden come out jacked so you have got to do work and I found that you know over many many decades and trying lots of different things and one you get bored but two a lot of it becomes much more difficult as you get older and so you think, so if, okay, I'll push this and I'll do it. I just, I don't really like doing the squats and, you know, bench. Right, okay, so I'm benching that much again, or I'm doing that, you know, these flies or this pull-ups or whatever it is, I'm putting the weight on and it's great, but just bored, not getting anything <laughs> out of it. And then you feel as though, do I really want to keep doing this stuff? And is the gym where I want to live? Or, you know, do I want to keep coming back here all the time? Because there's a lot of people in there that aren't looking that happy and aren't looking that enthused in, with life. Yeah, or
0: even that, yeah, yeah.
1: But we get into a lot of different areas, right? Why do you go to the gym? Oh, it's my social life. A lot of people say that. Oh, it's my social life. Okay, okay, what are you doing in the gym if it's your social life? You're not training. Because if the gym's there to train, get your stuff done, get out. Right. Like a social life, go and do an activity that is social, you hear a lot of a lot of old people, right? And I'm gonna class myself as nearly a pensioner, but every, <laughs> and I'm serious, right? And I'm
0: like, uh, But the people that are listening, you got to go to YouTube. Like you got to go to the Really Fit YouTube because we're posting this there. You got to see who I'm talking to. If you don't know who Paul Burgess is, you say that. But mate, but mate, you don't you don't even you don't come close to to your age.
1: I, no, and and that's because I'm really focused on not being my age but here's the thing a lot of elderly people you know so what activities you do oh i love dancing we go to this club and we all meet up and it's great and we dance to the music and it's it's fun and we we used to do it as kids and now we can do it again and it's all social 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 stuff you don't have to be in a gym to be social right Mm -hmm. you can get it in lots of different activities but when people only go there because they don't know any better and they think it's going to give them this imaginary thing that is going to make them happy at some point, go back to episode three or whatever it was. Um, And they never get there. They repeat these very long training protocols that were never meant to be used for long periods of time. And they become detrimental, right? It does break your body down more. It does cause injury. It does cause longer term problems with, um, just mobility in a lot of the time because you become so tight in your hips and yep. your back and your legs and your hamstrings and things and so what changed it for me which was the question sorry was I got to this point where I just thought I don't want to do this anymore there's got to be a better more more functional way for me to work that allows me to enjoy it more okay and so for me in my 30s i did mma when before it really got mainstream and i did some fights and whatnot and trained and everything else and what i wanted to do i'll tell you what it was <clears throat> i watched a film with a with an actor called frank grillo who is uh, my age and is shredded right and i went well what does he do because he looks impressive so i looked him up he follows a paleo diet and he does a lot of Boxing training. That's like, great. Okay. And he's done it from a very young age. And metabolically, he's always been very lean and he looks good.
0: Brilliant.
1: I thought, oh, actually, I can, go back into, I can go back into the old boxing MMA kind of stuff. And I quite fancy that. And um YouTube, 20 minute boxing workout. Let's go, put it on, bang, bang, bang. 20 minutes later, I'm dripping, I'm sweating. Yep. I've loved it. It's been great. The music's been banging. I was like, yeah, I could do this every day. <laughs> Well, maybe not every day, but you could certainly do it quite often, right? right. And so it was It was then that I just thought I started thinking, well, from a cardiovascular perspective, I would choose doing that over sprints on the assault bike any day of the week. Right? And I've got an assault bike at the end of my garden, and I've got a gym, and I've got weights, which are gathering dust, and all that kind of stuff. And what gets used, if I ever go there, is the TRX, body weight stuff right which is really yep, easy yep. to use again that's another great thing that you can use and yep. 95 you could easily use it um and then i use something else which i'll talk about in a second but but it, i started doing that and then i rang the guy i knew who was a trainer and went, i want to come down and start training with you again and he said yeah come started doing some sessions he's got the gymnastic rings there we started doing a bit of that work and just the two together the little bit of the boxing and the mobility work that that moving the core work the balance and the strength work on the rings just ticked all the boxes
0: yeah you're starting to change my perspective yeah yeah
1: Yeah. no no injuries right great fun and just made me feel like and, and he said to me the other week he went you're not doing any weight training are you and i said i haven't touched weight like a year he goes no 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 because you're here three days a week he knows obviously I'll go there three days a week. And then when I'm at home, for two days a week, I won't train at all. And for the other two days, I will do some shadow boxing, which I'll come to in a second because it's something I found which I think is amazing. Yeah, I want to
0: leave. I definitely want to leave the listeners with, you know, sort of, you know, some sort of action plan if they, if they want to follow something. Yeah. I have a really a really quick question though. You want me to you want me to wait or you want me to ask it now?
1: No, so so basically he said to me, because it he said to me, You're not doing any weight training. Now. I said, No, he said, because it looks like you're putting size on again. And, and the, the, you try doing dips on rings and pull-ups on rings and all that kind oh, yeah, of stuff. Yeah. You do. It uses that muscle group, but in a safe way. And so that's what changed my opinion on things. And the more yep. I did it, the less injuries I had, the more mobile I, I became. And mm-hmm. the more fun
0: I had with it. Mobility is huge. Yeah, no, mobility is huge. It's definitely something that I, you know, I get up and I go through a, a stretching routine. In fact, inside my my challenge group inside the discord, I had a mobility and uh, corrective exercise specialist on there yesterday talking to the talking to us about the importance of it. So the couple of questions that I have as I listen to you, I think first and foremost, do you have any regrets that you trained as hard as you did for as long as you did? Do you think that's going to come back to haunt you?
1: Um I, well, I always answer a question like when everyone says, do you have any regrets on such and such, I always answer it the same way. And it is, I don't have regrets because it came, it made me come to the realization of what I am thinking now. Okay. Had I not have done that, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have come to the realization that I feel is better than the thing I was doing.
0: Right. And maybe you weren't, maybe you wouldn't be exercising at all right now if you didn't, right? Yeah, maybe you could be really broken, right?
1: Then the the second part of your question was, do you think it it, long-term it has been detrimental? Um, I think if I continued to do it, Mm -hmm. there would be bigger problems that would come. Yeah. So for sure, there were some bicep attachment issues that I had for, for niggling for quite a while, definitely some shoulder stuff. Uh, knee and hip things that definitely caused me some problems and had i just continued and ignoring that stuff even though i did a lot of rehab and worked with them and trying to get around the injuries i think over time it would have just got worse and worse and that comes back to our original question can you do it when you're 95 sure. sure because if you can't it's just showing that your body is not getting value from it it's becoming broken by it yeah and so i so i don't regret it but at the same time, yeah. there's a whole, there's a lot of different aspects to this, right? From a mental health perspective, it's all about that ego about, I want to look a certain way and all that kind of thing, right? And can I give that up mm-hmm. because and do this other thing, which is a much more sensible, strategic way of being fit and well and healthy? Sure. And then, you know, you look at some of the bar stars on YouTube, some of those guys are absolutely shredded and all they do is calisthenics
0: right oh for sure i mean calisthenics and body weight and gym i mean look at the gymnastics i mean they're they got amazing bodies you know here's the here's the thing that i want to share with you yeah go ahead what are you gonna say
1: no i was gonna say if if you've ever done gymnastic rings and you've even attempted the slightest thing that they do in the in the Olympics,
0: it's it's hard
1: it's not even conceivable you go like i know i know i yourself in those
0: positions The Iron Cross. These guys that are doing the Iron Cross—it's ridiculous, ridiculous. I'm like, what are you doing?
1: But then that again is another level of things that are going to damage you. But you don't sure. need to go that far. You can do the good basics on that. But go on.
0: Now, now, full disclosure: I do not bang and clang like I once did. Um, I'm doing more body weight stuff. You know, red light therapy. I'm doing more more mobility, more stretching stuff. Um, I can't say that I haven't touched a weight. So doing some curls and some shoulder presses, but but minimal compared to what I used to do. And as you were sharing that about ten minutes ago, um, about the banging and clanging and the squat specifically, you're talking about the pressure that you put on your back, uh, on your on your uh, spine and your shoulders, and how it brings you, you know, pushes you down all that weight. I do experience more than uh, in a long time a little bit of lower back pain, a little bit of shoulder pain. I do, I do. And so as you're saying that, I'm like, gosh, you're, you know, you're, you're, you're right when it comes down to that. Because now, right, I'm 40. I didn't, five years ago, I didn't have the the lower back pain that I do today. And I didn't have the shoulder pain that I, that I do today, five years ago. And so I hear you and I'm listening. So now for the people that are listening right now, what can we give them? Like, can we give them, a, a you know, some sort of program or some sort of activities, a, a certain amount of time that they should be doing these exercises to give them sort of a path forward to say, look, you need to exercise. We're not saying don't exercise. We're just saying, be careful of the programming that you're using to exercise. If you're not training for some specific event. Exactly.
1: Right. So again, what's most important to you about your health, right? Ask you that question and find out what is the most important thing? Because when you come to that, when you come to that uh, understanding, you will realize that maybe doing um, heavyweight training, which can be detrimental, isn't part of the plan. Now, you can do resistance work, 100%. Resistance work is vital for longevity and health. But resistance work can be a lot lighter than, you know, a 400-pound back squat first four sets of 10. It can be body weight to failure because that's all you really need. You know, you just need to get to failure. And so body weight training, you can use a TRX
0: yeah, so you just said something really quickly that I want to make sure people heard. You said you can still train to failure. So is that still the goal when you're doing body weight training? Is training until... Uh-huh. Not always.
1: Here's the thing, right? You don't want to do it on every set. It's not necessary. Okay. And you want to do it to a point where you f- you don't even have to go to real failure. You need to just go to a point where you know you've engaged and used that muscle. Right? You're tired right. and it's like, I might do one more, but I'm good. Is yep. that... Going to failure consistently that causes the problems, <laughs> and so you want to be able to do it in a way that says, "All right, I've done, you know, I don't know, x amount of straight leg raises or knee raises or you know whatever it is, and I can really <laughs> feel that burning. I'm I'm done. I'm all right. I don't need to do more than that. <laughs> but using the, like I say, gymnastic rings or TRX and that or body weight exercises on on bars, you know, pull ups." Uh, dips and that kind of thing. They're easy to find. They're very cheap. You can take it anywhere, right? If you've got a TRX, it even comes with a bag. Oh yeah,
0: you put, put it on a tree.
1: But has a door um, uh, adapter to hook it.
0: up your door, hook up your tree. Yep, yep. wherever you are,
1: right? Mm-hmm. And and it's the easiest, lightest thing, and you can do all the exercises that you need to do and get fit and strong and mobile on the back of it, really simply. Yep. So. For people that want to think about doing something different, firstly, change exercise to activity because it can be anything, right? So if you like hiking, go and have a hike. That's an activity. You want to make the hike more difficult, put a rucksack on, put some weight in it and and push yourself a little bit harder, right? Okay. Okay. What are you going to do if you're doing a weighted backpack hike? You're going to get... Muscle mass, you're going to get muscle yep. stimulation because it's hard. You're going to get yep. cardiovascular, Cardio-back. you're going to get core yep. work, you're going to get. So,
0: yep. in one so am I hearing you right by saying, like, choose exercise that that almost check all of those boxes in one?
1: No, not necessarily. But how good is it if it does check all of those boxes in one?
0: Well, that's what I'm asking you because I know the listeners, because you're getting right your the listeners, bang for your buck, right? Right. Right now, the listeners are saying, okay, cool, I hear you change it from exercise to activity. I hear you more body weight stuff. I hear boxing. I hear hiking, right? I hear all of these things, but I think the listeners are probably like, how many reps, how many sets, how long should I be doing this body weight training? And so is there a general rule of thumb that we can give somebody who's listening to say, Hey, start here. So, okay. So let's,
1: um, finish with the with with what the activity would be okay and like we said it can be anything that you feel you're having fun with and that you enjoy doing and you will continue doing whether it's boxing whether it's skating whether it's you know skiing if you love rowing,
0: rowing. surfing snowboarding right like surfing yeah. how hard is that stuff yeah 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 what yeah. yeah for sure
1: anything like that that activity that you can do it, even like in China, if you've ever been to the fire, well, you won't because the flight's too long, but <laughs> you know me. I have been there and and I remember getting up in Hong Kong at 6am and there are really elderly men and women in their 80s and probably a lot older doing Tai Chi in the morning. Uh-huh. And their, mo- their mobility and their flexibility was insane. It put me absolutely to shame. And they were strong and they could like not touch their toes.
0: This is a good, this is, you're driving a good point here.
1: They, they, they can slap the floor, right? With straight yeah. legs,
0: just slap it. I know some older Tai Chi instructors that are like incredible, incredible. I'm like, holy shit, you are flexible, mobile, you're strong. How do I get like that?
1: Right? Well, guess what? <laughs> Maybe that's something to, to incorporate in things because also, and I'm not saying that you know you have to go and do tai chi because that might be a big stretch for someone who's doing push pull legs you know double split (laughs) five days a week uh, you're
0: banging and clanging and go go be a monk (laughs) no
1: (laughs) but look at look at how well these people are in their just in their general but just in their general mentality and the spirituality and the calmness right
0: amen it all yeah. adds
1: yeah, to yeah.
0: this longevity thing. This, was a, this, this this Tai Chi, this analogy, this picture, I hope that the, the listeners are, are are seeing it. If you don't know what Tai Chi is and you've never seen these, these monks and these people do it, watch them because they are eloquent. They are intentional. They're on purpose. Their mindset is sharp, and they are strong, and they're living a lot longer than most of us here in the U.S.,
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, that's also dietary and lifestyle things as well, but also, but, but chi. there's loads of them in the U S that are doing it. You know, it's it's very, very popular around the world. Why is it so popular? Because it's rubbish. No, because it actually is what people can do and not have to break themselves to get a result from it. Right. Remember that you have to break yourself to get a result from weight training and, you know, very, intense hard blocks of training work mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i'm not saying you shouldn't go to the gym some people's lives they want to go to the gym they want to count their macros they're going to weigh their food they're going to carry it around in a tupperware box and they're going to be as happy as you like
0: but right? and you're saying look if that's you and you're happy don't stop doing it enjoy it what right? okay so right. long as that's you easy. are happy as long as you're happy but here's the thing right is is as i'm thinking about those people They may be happy now, but are they setting themselves up for happy later?
1: Well, this is a question they have to ask themselves. What's most important to you about your health?
0: Right. But maybe, but here's here's the thing. But here's the thing. At 20, most important thing about my health is looking chiseled for the girls, right? Even at 25, even at 30, right? Now I'm 40, right? And it has drastically changed. Now, I still want to look good at 40. I'm not sitting here saying, like, I don't want to look good. Right. But it's not quite the same as when I was in my 20s and 30s where I was out trying to impress the girls. Yeah. But so we we changed. Listen, took me to my 50s. So don't don't, you know, I totally get
1: it. All I'm saying is this is my perspective now after all of that time and experience and Mm -hmm. mistakes and whatever else it is my longevity now is key for me. You know, I've got yeah, a young same. daughter. That's all I think of. To... Listen, have a think yep. about it this way. If I want to see my daughter, my youngest, turn 30, which is not old, right? You're only really getting going in your 30s. And and for us, we want to see our kids grow up, right? We want to see 100%, them be, 100%. 100%. what yep. are they going to become, right? If I want to yep. see her 30th birthday, I will have to be 85 years old. Mm-hmm so that's important such good
0: awareness such that is, good
1: that is important for me to get there right because yeah. i didn't bring her into this world to leave her and get on with things and without me seeing what happened that's oh not, my gosh I can yeah I, right?
0: yeah yeah i can relate mm-hmm. so
1: i need to get to 85 minimum right so my goal needs to be 110 and then we'll see what the what the spillage is but that's that's really important so I know I'm not going to be doing CrossFit at 85 years old. Doesn't mean there's not 85 year olds doing it.
0: Right.
1: What I'm saying is, I'm not going to be one of them because I think there are better ways for me to be able to get really good cardiovascular health, good strength, good mobility, and keep well, right from an injury perspective, and still be able to do this when I'm 85, 95, whatever it is. Mm-hmm and the things that the options we've got things like tai chi right it's amazing um martial art that people can do you're not going to win in a pub fight by using tai chi that's not the point of it but we're talking about longevity and health and all the things that come with it and again social media marketing has really driven this whole thing about you've got to have a six-pack you've got to look amazing you you need this exercise oh yeah, and yeah. machine or whatever else it is the gyms are full of people and the majority of them there are miserable honestly they're not happy with what's happening because you never achieve what you want from it because you can always be leaner you can always be bigger you can always be faster
0: oh yeah absolutely it never ends
1: but if the goal is i want to be mobile fit and feel amazing about myself that you can do straight away yeah. because you can implement that and then every time you go to the gym, you're looking forward to it. Every time you're doing it, it's something new and something Do You know what? I, here's another thing, right? My warm-up today, training this morning, my warm-up today was table tennis. Table tennis? Table tennis, right? The guy there mm-hmm. in his place. So where I train, it's a um it's it's like a summer house, really, but it's a it's a it's a wooden building in a in a garden. It's fully kitted out with um, MMA, with bags and um, mats and everything else, and you've got a table tennis table there and we, we put it together, we put it up and we have two or three games of table tennis, you know, we're moving about we're loosening up, we're warming up, everything else it's great fun right, because why not it's just an activity that I enjoy doing, another mm-hmm. day I might use battle ropes to warm up with yep. but when I do battle ropes I'll do it on one leg one arm right and then the other leg same arm then uh, both legs uh-huh. same arm and then change again because it's giving you all of those things that you want to do i
0: like how you're thinking yeah you're thinking balance you're thinking mobility you're thinking longevity now i, I have to take you back to this question as we as we finish up in the what next we you know, four or five minutes, minutes. I, 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 well you know, yeah we... but, but really quickly like you said we said at the beginning well you said it i didn't say it if anybody has problems with this episode they got to talk to paul Because Paul is the one who came up with this. (laughs) I'm just kidding. So how how so? You said you said your training is shortening your life. So the people that are listening, right? Like, how is how is it actually how is training actually shortening our life? That's 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 what I want to come back to.
1: So so a lot of training is causing a lot of oxidative stress, and it is causing a lot of problems from a cardiovascular perspective because it's not building cardiovascular. Because people don't want to do that hard stuff a lot of the time, right? They want to get in the gym, do the training, do the bump. Yeah. We want to yeah, well, lots
0: of chest. That, yeah. Everybody's benching. guys And and not everyone. Don't get me wrong. Girls are doing butt exercises and guys are doing chest exercises. And and
1: how many women have got lower back problems now because their glutes are overdeveloped and they've got tight hamstrings. Like if you're listening to this and you've got lower back problems and all you do is glute work, that's why. And, and, and it's <clears> not use It's not useful for you long-term, right? But <laughs> that's not going to shorten your life having a big butt, but the point of the matter is your focus it, it
0: was Kim Kardashian would be dead, right? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs>
1: but, but the fact is the, the, the longevity uh, progress that you want will not come from doing those sort of exercises. And therefore it will have to change. Right. And if it doesn't shorten your life, but you end up with an injury that you can't really get over it's certainly going to impact the quality of your life. Okay. Fair enough. And, and, you know, we're in a modern clickbait world at the moment. And so if that gets people to, to click on the show and go, right, well, I'm going to tell you, I train all the time and it's amazing and I love it. And I'm, it's the, you know, I, 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 you're talking rubbish. Cool, man, that's fine.
0: I like the headline. I like the headline. Your big ass is killing you. <laughs> well, yeah,
1: but, um, the the, the, the the but the point of the matter is what what are people going to do do an activity that you enjoy do it regularly yep. do lots of different activities do something that just just tests you in lots of ways you know um, rock climbing is an amazing one as well
0: for sure but but let's 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 yeah let's give so so if we're talking about so for the average person right are we talking thirty minutes total. Are we talking an hour total? Because then what I want to do really quickly before we finish here is I want to break it down, right? So if you're going to do some resistance training, focus on TRX, focus on gymnastics stuff, focus on body weight stuff, then get your heart rate up by doing such and such. If we're going to give somebody an action plan here where they now want longevity because they've gotten to that age where that's what's most important, or they're just young and very smart and want to listen and get on on the right page. What would we say? So are we saying 30 minutes of training? Are we saying an hour a day? What's a good rule of thumb? I know it's individualized and it's, and, it's, and it's dependent on the person and their lifestyle. I get that. But let's just put together a framework here. If you
1: want to do something over a week, say, because that's what can we say? Okay, fair enough. Let's, let's lay it
0: out. Yep.
1: Find five hours that you can dedicate to looking after
0: yourself. Okay, training. You're talking about no. You're talking about activity. You're talking about activity. We're not calling it training anymore. We're calling it activity. So five hours of activity a week.
1: Yeah, and and that's the other thing that was important that I wanted to speak speak to you about when you were talking about. It. We want to find out how many sets they need to do, how long have they got to do it, like, oh, and you're going. Yeah. But you're going straight back to that old perspective of, well, sure. what's the reps and yeah. sex and the times. That's what and I know. Stuff, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And what yeah. I'm saying is, just do a few hours a week of activity now when we had lockdown in the uk probably the same as the us we were allowed supposedly to go out for an hour a day for exercise and then and all the gyms were closed right so people had to find other things to do and now fortunately i've got a gym in the end of my garden and so i was able to do that but i'll tell you what i did a lot of i did a lot of walking half an hour in the morning half an hour in the evening and it was the weirdest thing because I'd never done that much walking before, and actually, some of it, it became a bit repetitive, and it wasn't as fun as I, you know, it wasn't a stroll. You were you were you were putting some effort in, but actually, from a metabolic perspective, it was doing me the world of good. It was really helping with burning off body fat and keeping me mobile and, and doing things non-impactively, right? Mm-hmm. And so when. Um, we come out of lockdown, one of the things I didn't do so much was walking because I had these other things I could do and I wanted to go places and do whatever else. But I realized that it doesn't really matter what it was as long as it was activity. Mm -hmm. And so you might want to go, right, I'm going to go paddle boarding for an hour a week because I want to do it, it's great for, again, stability, core work, muscle work, everything else. Or like you said, I might want to go for a hike or I might want to go and do Tai Chi Or I might want to do a class that does some other thing. It's just an activity that I want to do. How long should you do it for? You know, do 45 minutes, an hour, get out of breath. That's great. Push your heart rate a little bit. Get a sweat. Why not? You want to do that then do it. But make sure
0: that it's stuff that you want to do. Because when it is something you want to do. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. You'll find the time. You do it. Right. Yeah. Right. Like I love playing basketball. I, you know, I'm going to be moving back to Florida with my brother. He plays basketball. I know I'm going to play basketball and that's going to be amazing.
1: One of the things I started doing about six months ago, bought myself a basketball. We've got courts, not far from where I live. And during the day that during the day, during the week, they're empty because all the kids are at school.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I'm available so I can go and do 20 minutes. (laughs) And I started doing it as, um, As part of my cardio, I want to do something different. I don't want to get on that bike anymore and, you know, do uh, the assault bike and and come out of that. I want to do something more enjoyable. And I would go and do half an hour on the court Mm
0: -hmm.
1: on my own. No one else there. Shoot some, shoot some hoops, dribble back to the other one, shoot again, dribble back to the other one. Five minutes in, I'm gassed. Right, Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, I need to to pace this stuff. Mm -hmm. But what are you doing? What are you doing in that activity? right? You're doing your cardiovascular work. Great. Ever done a jump shot, jump shot,
0: right? Yeah. Working your calves, working your calves, working your legs, and then your shoulders, bringing the ball up, shooting, right? Balance core. Exactly. I I, I love it. Yep. Yep. I love it.
1: So, but that stuff you can do when you're 95 years old, because you're still moving around, you're still dribbling, you're still able to shoot and everything else. You might not want to jump so high, but I can tell you if you're not, Doing, if you're not doing it like Shaq, where you're, you've done thousands and thousands and thousands of jumps and your knees and your ankles are shot, if you're just doing it on a recreational level, that it's just fun and it's just activity, you'll be able to do that forever and a day because mm-hmm. you're not being repetitive with it. Because mm-hmm. you're not doing it again tomorrow for 10 hours. You're doing something else. All right. And all I'm saying in this whole, this whole thing is, do the stuff you love to do. Here's the thing I was going to say, sorry. A round of golf, a quick round of golf, or a slow round of golf takes four hours. Right? There is no, no difference. You've heard the term golf widow, right? Because what, the is husband's it? Out. what is it? Golf, oh,
0: golf widow. Golf? widow. Uh, I have not heard that before, but okay. okay. So
1: there's a term yeah. called golf widow, right? And Because the husband's out playing golf all the time. And so he's like, yep. well, I might as well not have a husband. You go and play around a round of golf. It's going to take you what half an hour, an hour to get there. Wait until it's your tee off time. Set up everything else. Tee off. Do your four hours. Come off. Maybe have a drink at the at the clubhouse. Get your stuff back in the car. Drive home. It's quite an hour either side. That's a six hour time span.
0: Yeah. Right? Yikes! I don't have time uh, for that.
1: And people are doing it three or four times a week.
0: Yes, especially here in Arizona.
1: Why? <laughs> they love it mm-hmm. right now i'm not saying that golf in and of itself is the greatest activity in the world but it's a damn sight better than sitting on a playstation yes or or, or just doing nothing mm-hmm. but it's six hours that they're devoting three or four times a week mm-hmm. no wonder they never see their family or their wife Because it's a very addictive game. That's what they want to do. Now, I'm not saying you should do that much, but find something that makes you compelled to do that. Can I tell you what I found recently? That, That I've added into my routine, which is the most insane and effective thing I've ever used. I can't even remember how it happened, but basically I bought a VR headset. You know, for um a
0: Facebook do one. I want you <laughs> to do so. The next the next episode, I want you to wear your VR, I want you to wear your VR headset. Well, the trouble is if I do that, I can't see you, right? But there's
1: a there will tell you why I bought it because the guy I trained with, his son, who he coaches, um is a UFC, is a professional UFC fighter. And he had it and he said, Oh, it's amazing, you should try it, right? Anyway, so I get it, and there's one particular it basically it's a game, right? It's gaming. I don't own a PS whatever they are or a PlayStation, whatever, right? I don't, I don't sit in front of the TV and play games, but this virtual reality thing has a boxing game on there, which is phenomenal because I can spend half an hour, 45 minutes with different opponents, obviously trying to hit me and I'm trying to move out the way and I'm trying to hit them. Yeah, yep. No impact. Right? No, no danger of any kind, but just getting a really massive workout cardiovascular-wise out of it. And it's so much fun. And um, the other morning, <clears throat> what happened? Oh, Friday last week, we had a storm here in the UK. Uh, a really bad one. It was like 100 mile an hour winds and we had bits of fences have been torn off and trees are down and whatnot. And I couldn't... And basically, the thing was, don't drive anywhere because it's quite dangerous. So I couldn't go to my training session. So I used that and I did 50 minutes of it, like nearly
0: an hour. And I was rinsed at the end. I want, to see, I, want, I want you to record a video. I want to see this. I want to see you in your living room with this VR set. Kicking I, I some will, ass. I will Punch send you air. My, I will send you my, <laughs> my missus
1: doing it, right? Because so I've got oh, that on video. It. I'll, 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 I'll text it to you. <laughs> but um, awesome. <laughs> but, but, but I'll tell you, the reason I'm saying it is because it was just another activity that I look forward to doing, that I make time for, that I know I can get 20 minutes of that in and it'd be really effective. And I'm not causing any long-term problems or doing anything else. And I know we've spoken a lot about boxing and, and stuff today. It's not the only yeah, thing. Yeah, you like lately. boxing.
0: I guess the moral of the story is box. I I'm actually I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to bring some shadow boxing into my life for sure. Because I remember when I used to do it. And it is a great workout, especially like you put really light dumbbells in your hand, like one pounder, a half a pounder. And now you you can't – when I used to do it, my coach said, don't drop your shoulders, right, for five minutes, right? Your shoulders are up. Now you're working your shoulders. You're out of breath. I, I am – you reminded me of it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but it's, it's because it's an activity that I enjoy. Find one that you guys enjoy and do right. that.
0: So, the, So the moral of the story here as we wrap up is – let me just make sure I got this right three to five hours a week find something that you enjoy that you're going to look forward to doing because that's also going to create something that's sustainable right and also build longevity through this process
1: yeah but also don't be afraid to not do the same thing every day right well how many times you swipe into the gym right you know i'm not being funny but stop doing that do different things you know if yeah. today wants to be shadow boxing do it if tomorrow's going to be boarding you know um uh, uh, paddle boarding or the next day is going to be a hike or it's going to be something else do it it's an all-rounded activity because that's what we're built for we are not built to make this chest press movement all the mm-hmm. time in the same in the same direction right mm-hmm. and those are the things that are going to make you feel
0: it's so interesting because it's it's such it's such a contradiction to what you see on the web right like chest day is monday leg day is friday and it's the same repetition you know sort of workouts the banging and the cleaning like you like you said it almost becomes habitual right And you don't really even think about what you're doing to your body swipe the card get to the squat machine swipe the card get to the chest the chest press and you don't really think about the damage that you're doing to your body because you're really so fixated on how you're how you look yeah
1: So, so think about this is the last thing i'll leave you with right Think about it this yep. way. If you're on social media and you're watching someone's feed, or someone's page or whatever it is, and you see every day they're in the gym doing a different exercise in the gym. And then you look at somebody else's feed and every day they're doing a different, different activity, which is varied, more exciting, more fun. Whose life do you want more?
0: Oh, wow. Okay.
1: You don't want the gym guy.
0: No, this you want to be out
1: living life and having
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. You want an active lifestyle. I think the epitome, right? But but at the same time, I would say you want the active lifestyle, but you definitely want to look good. I don't think anyone wants to sacrifice how they look. That's the that's the thing.
1: Only reason people are not looking good is because they're eating badly. And yeah, sitting sure. ass. Right. Right. Once you start moving, getting active, and eating well yes we'll take care of yourself. And
0: and so as we as we finish this, right? There's an episode that we did that was called Your Last Diet where where Paul shared his 3 by 5 framework. Make sure you listen to that episode. Go back and listen to that episode because that's the nutrition that you need to follow as you're now implementing this active lifestyle that 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 Paul and I discussed over this podcast. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much Paul. You're brilliant. You always bring some great information and some new, fresh uh, perspective. I am shocked that you're not doing CrossFit anymore, but that is uh, also very refreshing at the same time because you can't come on here and say uh, your training is shortening your life while you're doing the CrossFit that you used to do because I remember you worked out hard. So for those of you that are listening on Spotify, on iTunes, or your favorite podcasting platform, please leave us some comments, some feedbacks. Um, hit the like if you're on YouTube, share it. We want to get this message out as you can probably hear by now. It's a different perspective on getting healthy, staying healthy and living a very long time. Thank you so much for listening, Paul. Thank you so much for always adding value. I love you, brother.